Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of In Touch with Steve Trundolo. I'm Vince. That's Steve. You know, guys, it's come to my attention that a lot of new viewers have joined us in recent weeks because there's been some player movement and things going on. So for those of you that are new here, welcome for the first time. I want to remind you, we have head coach Steve Trenolo here in a different setting. And so what we like to do here is not ask you the normal soccer questions. There's a little bit of soccer, but most of it's personality. We got that out of the way. Good. Good. Yeah, you're good with that. Uh, so let's start with the with the soccer stuff. Giorgio Chiellini, Gareth Bale both make their debuts in Nashville. You've talked about how well they played. I don't really want to know about that. I want to go back a little bit. Talk about speaking with the coaching staff and the performance staff and how you put together a plan for how they were going to make their debuts, when and why. Well, you start with the date of arrival, um, and then you have to also research when was their last game, how many minutes over the last six months, um, what is their rhythm, and what do they usually get on a weekly basis. Um, and so part of that is communicating with their ex-clubs and national teams, which we've done. Um, so we did our homework, and then once you finally get them here, um, what do they look like? How do they feel? So a lot of his communication. And so these players are going through a preseason uh, during our regular season. It's a lot of uh, micromanaging and communication to see where the player is at, how much can they push on the gas, and where do we have to push on the brakes? So far, so good. And from the sporting side, when you're speaking with your assistant coaches, are you looking at kind of the things that they bring to the match? I'm thinking maybe more so with Giorgio. He's going to start, you knew he was going to start this match. How do you guys talk about how that plays in with the opponent and Giorgio's capabilities? Sure, you look at a player's attributes and positive and negative, and you see, first of all, how does that affect our own team and the players around him? And then, again, you take one step further and you look at the opponent. How will that affect the opponent and in a positive way or a negative way? So these are discussions we have. And in George's case last weekend, uh, we thought his passing out of the back would help us greatly in Nashville, and it did. The Italian international Chiellini. Mukhtar trying to close him down. Great ball forward out of Vela. Oh, what a little touch there to Hollingshead. Just outside of the 18. Hollingshead squares it off. Top of the 18 to Arango trying to get in the area. Arango shot from the six to the back. Posted in. Goal! LAFC and Chicho Arango! I love watching your post-game press conferences because there's little things that if I was in it, I would say, could you expound upon that? But I had this setting to do it with you. And the one thing that you said to me that really perked up my ears was trust. It's something that I think a lot of people when they watch professional sports teams, they think there's one boss, it's you, and everyone just follows along. But it's not the way it works. So can you talk to me a little bit about trust and how it works in your uh, understanding of the game, the modern game and working with players? Well, I think the one boss who says uh, which, which direction it's going and everybody follows, that is a form of leadership. I don't believe I'm capable of that. And so I choose a different way to, to lead this group and it's by empowering everybody and then building trust in what we do and involving everybody in the decision-making process who needs to be involved and then for those individuals to take ownership of what we're doing and if done right uh, it's uh, considerably less work for me but a big big portion of that is trust and you know we were fortunate this year to start the season with a few positive results um, but I think if you look even further back at the preseason, we did not have positive results. And um, it is at some point a leap of faith for players to buy into our ideas and our way of doing things. And um, thankfully that worked out. And uh, I think we are here today partly because of that. Let's move on to the personality part. And in honor of Giorgio's debut and Gareth's debut, we're going to talk about things that you anticipated 
you really were excited about and how it panned out. So I think a lot of mm. LAFC fans probably even woke up the next day, had to check the highlights and pinch themselves and go, I wasn't dreaming. Mm -hmm. Giorgio Chiellini started that match. Gareth Bale came into that match. Uh, so we're kind of that's that's what we're kind of honoring here. Okay. Cool. So Steve, I'm sure when you got named a head coach, there was something, there was a moment that you really anticipated. It was like, you, I, I can't wait to do this for the first time. What was it? Did it live up to the hype? Absolutely, it was uh, the first game at the bank. I had been there before and watched games, obviously, but standing on the sideline in the pressure cooker, so to speak, it was it was fantastic. And then scoring the first couple goals, keeping a clean sheet, seeing our fans celebrate. Yeah, that exceeded my expectations for sure. Steve Trundle is a big movie guy. Steve, was there a movie any time in your life where you're like, I can't wait to see this? What was the movie? And sure. did it live up to the hype? Yeah, recently, actually, uh, Maverick. Because, uh, you know, we're a top, top gun, gun generation, right? Yeah, and you're I'm a San Diego guy. guy. That makes San perfect Diego, sense, yes. Top Gun. Yeah, high expectations, but I was very, very nervous because it has been so long. And, you know, the actors are getting older. But they made great decisions uh, with the storyline, keeping it action-filled, keeping it emotional, and continuing the story over a 20-year break was uh, hats off to the directors and the writers and the actors. They did a great job. Better than the original or? No, because that was part of my childhood, so I don't think it can get better than that. Yeah. But um, a worthy sequel, absolutely. And the box office shows that. What about TV show? Uh, you know, a lot of people would say, you know, like the Lost finale. They were really looking forward to it. Yeah. MASH, for the longest time, was the most watched TV event, the finale. Was there a TV show that you knew was coming to a close? You couldn't wait to watch it. Not a huge TV guy, mm -hmm. but there were a few moments. I loved the show Blacklist. Mm -hmm. So the final episode, maybe they come out with another season. Maybe, please. Yeah. Um, this would be the place to ask. Yes, that, clearly. Right? clearly. Um, and uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad was, is was, a big one. Was, uh, was an awesome show. Uh, let's talk about music. Concert that you really wanted to see. What, what band was it? Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses, yeah. was this This recent? was like, yeah, this was 2018, I believe. Okay. Awesome. Yeah? Yeah, it was awesome. There's some changes there. Wait, so what was the lineup when you saw this version of Guns N' Roses? Was Slashback? Yes. Okay. Yes. So then. So this was their big European tour. They stopped in Hanover because we asked them to, of course. <laughs> wow, you have a lot of pool. Yeah, exactly. The um, mayor of Hanover has a lot of pool. Exactly. Awesome concert. Just had a fantastic day with uh, friends and family. It definitely lived up to all the expectations I had of them as a band. Okay. So far, all of these have been, it's lived up to the hype. Yeah. I'm hoping oh, we're yeah. going to get one where maybe you're like, it wasn't, it was just okay. Maybe it'll be here. Vacation or destination. You really want to travel there. I'm gonna have to disappoint you again. <laughs> so I've always wanted to go to like Tahiti or Bora Bora and I went uh, on my honeymoon with my, my wife, Mandy. And it was, it was, I, that and Hawaii, the greatest two places on earth as far as I'm concerned. It was beautiful yeah, and great. And I got to spend some time with some locals and saw the entire island uh, or chain of islands. And uh, it was pretty cool. I actually would have been very surprised if you would have said my honeymoon was not that great. So I feel like you're obligated to <laughs> do I that. I have a problem at home. Yeah, fair. This is a fun one. Okay, age that you couldn't wait to be. So there's some milestones along the way, like 16, get the drive, mm. 18 uh, maybe, or 21. I know you left to Europe at a very young age, yeah. so that might have changed some things in your perspective. But what was the age you really wanted to be and did, and, and did it live up to it? Sometimes you know you realize that this adulting thing is hard. So 21 for sure I was looking forward to, but it was uh, a disappointment because I was already in Europe. I went to Europe when I was 19, so there was really nothing to celebrate when I right. was 21. So that was a disappointment, um, unfortunately. Yeah, okay, for the final, the first disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you, you were already basically. It was just golf. like another night. Yeah, you were already living on yeah. your own at 19. Okay. Uh, 
how about a celebrity? You just really wanted to meet them, finally got the opportunity, uh, and did they live up to the hype? Will Ferrell. Okay. So one of our owners. Mm -hmm. uh, I met him here at the PC. Yeah, I don't know. This guy, whether he's on a movie or in a movie and I'm watching it and, or in person, it just makes me laugh, makes me happy, this guy. Uh, it lived up to the expectations. I can share that experience. I actually got a chance to meet Will Ferrell the first game LAC ever played. And you're always weary with a funny person because you don't want to say, like, maybe hey, funny. Yeah. He's just naturally funny. It's, it's just fun just, to be around. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, what about a player? Uh, maybe it could be any any time in your career or even after your career, a player that you, you just you knew at some point you were going to get to meet. Who was it? Yeah, there's been there's been some. I mean, I'll give you the obvious one, um, playing against Lionel Messi. I think it was in New York with the national team against Argentina. I was humbled. <laughs> he was much better in person than he is on TV and in video. Truly incredible player. Mm -hmm. Almost made me feel bad to call myself a professional as well. I think a lot so, of people have said that, so you're um, not alone. So yeah, that was that was an awesome experience. And finally, we'll end with a soccer one, a player-centric one, a match that the anticipation you you couldn't sleep maybe the night before. What what match was it? Um, two matches. Uh, I'll give you two. One was with Hanover. It was the last day of the season. We were away at Bochum, and the winner of that game, uh, the constellation of the table, was so. The winner stayed in the division, the loser got relegated. So a lot of pressure. That was definitely a, a nervous moment. Um, we ended up winning three to zero, which was That great. was gonna be my next question. Yeah, which was great. I wouldn't be talking about it if we didn't. So, and then I think um, the first against England, the 2010 World Cup uh, was a big match leading up into that. I remember the night before we were all focused, but nervous and what to expect from, you know, game one against England. And thankfully that went well as well. Yeah, it was a soccer versus football derby. That's it was. But it ended 1-1, so we never got a uh, So we don't have an answer? answer there. Yeah, well, guess what? They're gonna play again in this World Cup yeah. in 2022. So maybe we will finally get that answer. Thank you for all your answers, Steve. You're always great. This has been another In Touch with Steve Trundolo and we'll see you guys next week.